On the 23rd of June, I got a DM that said, what is your prof that God is dead? I didn't reply. One week later, today actually, because the same guy writes to me, you would have replied if you actually had proof. Well, you know what? You know what? I actually think we should just send that listener a little link to this podcast because that is what we aim to do. Yeah, <laughs> the aim of this podcast is to prove that God is dead. And we use things from the internet and modern culture that we think do this It's not some job. mathematical equation. No, like, no, I probably no, that guy was expecting you to be like, well, uh, here's just a simple sentence or yeah, something, you know? This, this podcast is shitposting. It's definitely not <laughs> atheism. <laughs> In no. fact, we cringe at atheists. But... That's not what this episode's about. We've got three things that we want to talk to you about. As we do each episode, we bring a couple of things from the internet world, from the modern culture that we live in. And we, we say that these all prove that God is dead. Now, you've got uh, something that combines pregnancy and clickbait. I do. Okay. I don't know anything about pregnancy. Me. I do know a lot about clickbait. <laughs> you don't know anything about pregnancy either. I know a lot about clickbait. Exactly. We're both very well versed in it and... I just want to really dive into because vlogs have many different forms. You've got I don't know what that was emotional form. vlogs. <laughs> you've got story time, straight up clickbait. I mean, but no, actually, all of those have clickbait in common. Is what we want to say. Uh, so this is just another way to get views, and this time it re- applies to being pregnant. So Christ Almighty! And now this isn't really a meathead podcast. You can probably already tell now that we're we're both indoor dwelling nerds. But we are gonna <laughs> we are gonna do some. Something about sport. State of Origin, Game 3, The Decider coming up in boys. over a week, just yeah, over boys. a week. Um, yeah, that's what they might say on the field cam. See, I, I played a bit of footy, so I can... Uh, Bryce is part of the boys. I can, I'm a bit of a, yeah, officially a member. But, you know, last year, the NRL, we posted this on our account, which we post everything we've ever talked about on the podcast. It's God is Dead, Not Clickbait on Instagram. That's God is Dead, Not Clickbait. And there are a few little random things that we just can't wait to put up on there. We can't wait till we do an episode. So there's one you might have seen where this NRL decided to promote the state of origin with an interesting quote that got removed after only 40 minutes. Then we're going to be talking about a rap. Now, it's not just any rap. It, uh, how would you say, there's homophobia in hip-hop, then there's this. Oh, wow, it's a step above, you reckon? Oh, man, it makes homophobia look just like a walk in the park. Well, hey, let's get into it. We should introduce ourselves. I'm Bryce Mills. I'm Campbell Walker. This is God is Dead. Let's go. God is Dead, case one. Pregnancy clickbait. Oh boy, Cam. I don't know if you're ready for this. Now, a lot of people know exactly what pregnancy is, and most people know what clickbait is, but I feel like just a quick introduction, clickbait is those YouTube thumbnails that you see, in this context, that's what we're talking about, that say, my dress fell off while recording a (laughs) vlog, in brackets, emotional. And there's a big circle, and there's an arrow arrow. to a strap. But what the big detail with all these things is is that you don't actually... There's a millisecond of the vlog where someone's dress, like, almost slips, and it doesn't even do what it does in the thumbnail. No. And and it's a 25-minute freaking vlog. Exactly. And typically what they'll have in the thumbnail on something where it says, my dress just slipped off, is they'll pixelate part of the dress so so the girl looks naked in the thumbnail. So then you get those those horny 13-year-old clicks. Exactly. And obviously clicks are valuable because then you get views, then you get the AdSense dollars. And clickbait doesn't just apply to sexual stuff. You know, we've we've discussed Christian clickbait before where it was, I cursed God, then this happened. Or 16 things that Satan will do to atheists in hell. The idea though with clickbait is I think you do need it in this day and age to get views. A lot of people say that, yeah, it's just part of the game. You just have to suck it up. Now, clickbait often takes a lot of different forms. Like we say, you've got the emotional vlog. You've got vlogs about things that happen in your life. 
Now, something that does happen in certain lucky people's this lives. This is in like lifestyle vloggers, which is pretty much well, everyday life is a type of vlog. And most vlogs are this. Yes. But then you've got life events. Things like weddings. Things like big birthday, big milestone, graduation. And pregnancy. Pregnancy. And this is where the tactics to get the views start coming in. (laughs) There are plenty of pregnancy and and mum lifestyle vloggers out there. Man, mum vlogging is a huge, huge category. Big category, Cam. And you got to get people to look at your stuff. So why don't we start with just a little warm up. (laughs) Bring it on. Okay, we've got. Don't look at this. I want to read you the title first. Okay. Don't look at the picture. Sweet. So this isn't a review of the videos. It's a review of the thumbnails, This is literally just a thumbnail and the title for this. It was released only three days ago. Oh my God. From an account called Naveen and Sheena. It's 152,000 views. That's quite a few. The most intense birth vlog you'll ever see. Then like line separating, 911 call, (laughs) line, (laughs) unassisted birth, line, natural birth, 10 pound baby. Okay, unassisted, but you still called 911. First, first blow. Well, I would be careful, man. I don't, we don't know anything about pregnancy. I don't know. I don't want to get into definitions of. Because we're going to get, you know, what if some unassisted birth. Okay, fans man. I, I are think, listening? yeah, I guess I went 911 immediately meant ambulance. It might have meant the cops. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you called the cops. The, the baby was pregnancy. born with a gun or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. This baby's trying to rob me. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> okay, but this is the thing I need to show you. It's the thumbnail. All right. Okay. Let's have a little look. Okay, it's a woman screaming, lying down. In a bathtub. She's in a bathtub. And She's then- got like swimmers, like a bikini top on. But then the thing that's so weird about this, there is a blurred patch where her vagina is straight up and an arrow pointing to the circle around her vagina. That says 10 pound baby. <laughs> Which is like, just in case you didn't know how pregnancy worked, that's where the 10-pound baby comes from. And it's even got like how they outline like her body, like it's to pop out of the thumbnail. Like, oh, you have to, there's always the white lines around some subject in the thumbnail. 16-minute vlog, she's screaming. I just wonder though, can you imagine with this? Because often to get the really crystal clear thumbnail, you have to actually take a high-res photo. So imagine, hey, look, can you just sit there and look like you're screaming and kind of put your hands near your vagina? That's so true. And then there would have to go into Photoshop and change it all. They'd have to cut her out and put all the cool colors in the background. And then, yeah, I guess draw the arrow straight there with 10 pound baby written. Look, I just thought it was interesting. Like the arrow pointing to the vagina is especially like, come on, did, did we need to? <laughs> did we need to know where that, 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 that's where babies come from? And, and the weirdest part is that that baby is a real human being. And when that baby grows up, that baby will be able to <laughs> my see. My first photo. Yeah, actually this just is a my thumbnail. first photo. And it's a clickbait thumbnail pointing to you crowning. Like, what is the, the with, with the blurring, it's often meant to be, you know, my new car. Like, I don't know what it's going to look like, but we know what a vagina and a baby looks like. So, what is, <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't know the point of it, but... Then, Cam, there becomes a point where you are a vlogger, yep. but you want to include people in your content, which is something I find really interesting about like just having friends in your life that are vloggers. Because imagine, oh, hey, man, it's been 10 years. Yo, what up for the vlog, though? Bryce, say what's up for the vlog. And I've got like camera in your face, like... Yeah, I always think that about those those premium, imagine, like, Casey Neistat-style vloggers where it's, like, he films his entire life. Totally. Imagine I catch up with you after, I don't know, 97 years, you're living in Sweden or something, and I'm like, oh, Bryce, dude, yo, Kim! Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, on the, the door knock. That's, that's <laughs> always it. They always film the door knocking. Yo, I can't yeah. wait to see my friend again. But 
what if I what if I show you this vlog? It's called Stars, like asterisks, emotional, all in um all in caps. Live home pregnancy test results 2018. Like line, it says I'm pregnant. Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. Line TTC IVF, which I assume is like a way of conceiving. Right. Now we have this, I want to find, it's eight and a half minutes into the 12 minute or 13 minute vlog from a channel called Jamie's Journey. Only 55,000 subscribers, grinding, I respect it, in all caps. This is the moment we've been waiting for. Are we finally pregnant? Please subscribe for more of my journey. Follow me on Instagram for daily updates. Please thumbs up and subscribe. Hashtag pregnancy announcement. Hashtag life raising test. Hashtag positive pregnancy. Hashtag emotional pregnancy. Then they've got all these other links. Then you've got all this like other videos here what I do and like here's about my life it's a wild wildly massive um overshare just a huge overshare isn't it yeah but here we are Cam her husband and her are sitting on the bed he's looking he's wearing a Ohio State shirt they're on the bed in the bedroom she's got like a pink long sleeve on she's yeah, got middle America up. basic middle of, uh, basic I don't want to say basic okay Look, not here to basic shame we're just saying probably yeah, middle America. I, I'll I'll happily say that. But Cam, this is the moment. All right, check this. I got it, guys. She's looking at the camera, right? Every time she talks, she's looking at the camera. But Cam, and please check out on God is Dead, not clickbait. The dude's face. Yeah. Listen to this, then watch the guy's face throughout this video. So he's he's kind of looking like. Not as fast, but yes, it is. <laughs> very matter of fact. Mm-hmm. He looks uncomfortable. Very no uncomfortable. What it says, it'll be okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it sure. says. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. You ready? Just look at the test. <gasps> She's looking at the camera. All right. And then what? Music Emotional. Back. She oh, collapses into she his cries. arms. She's weeping, bro. Clear, clearly, they've been trying for a long time. They've been trying for. I'm, I'm happy for the happy couple. Okay, we, we got that from The your look face. of the guy's face. He, he's so uncomfortable. He's so not natural, natural on camera, is he? Ooh, he is just like, yep, okay. Don't know. Yep, showing you guys. Yep, here it is. Two lines. Love it. And he's just kind of like, okay. We did it. He's a prop. <laughs> wow. All right. Do so you get the idea? And I, she, I, she goes I like... I completely get the idea. He should just we do the digital? Like a, yeah. he's like, she's like, should we do the digital test? He's like, um, okay, I guess so. All right, let's do it. Yeah. And here's what I'm thinking, right? What What's wild about this is, you know, again, I don't know what it's like to try and be pregnant a million times. And I don't know what it's like to... Oh, man. Like, there is no denying that we're very happy for that couple. For sure. That's not the bit that gets but critiqued. Does it not feel like a super private personal intimate moment has become hey guys look at the like looking at the camera instead of your husband being like guys look we did it guys and the guy the the husband's or the partner or whatever is just kind of like fuck like for him that moment is just going to be for the vlog and he can rewatch it and also people can criticize that oh moment. they've been roasted because the guy looks so so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, it looks like he doesn't want to have a kid they've been getting slammed right i mean they poor there was a period things, where they things. she had to do a she took it down for a while and was like look i know everyone's saying that he hates me or something but look he's just he he was just showing his emotion in a weird way whatever but it just feels like with all these like pregnancy vlogs with, you know, engagement vlogs with marriage vlogs. It's like, 
maybe I'm being a prude. Maybe I don't know. But it's like, for me, imagine if I did a funeral vlog. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. Oh, no. Yeah. No. no. Okay. So, (laughs) no. No. And this is actually heartbreaking. And I I really don't want to make fun of this because this is a super serious thing that did happen. Okay. So, on, on YouTube, there's a video and it's of a couple and it's so heartbreaking because they're spending, they basically have a stillborn child uh-huh. and they spend the last moments with their stillborn child and they filmed the whole thing and put it on YouTube. Are they, are they being like, Hey guys during the video? No, it's, it is intimate, which makes, I'm not cynical to it at all. I think it's something that would help a lot of people who have lost a child in a similar way. However, the fact that it's on YouTube and you watch these people mm. spend the last few hours with their baby oh, and they play guitar to the baby oh, and they God, sing. Oh, it, 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 and it's heartbreaking, man. Oh. So you've got, that's that's it in one way, but I would say that's tasteful and no, actually, look, actually ex- an extremely helpful use of the internet. Yeah, I don't want to go in on that. I think it's no. more, I'm looking at more like performative vlogging. No. and <laughs> You know, that's kind of like almost, I mean, not, documentary is not the right word, but it's, it's this, it's a cut of real life. It's not, what up, guys? Make sure the merch link, you hit that. You know, it's none of that shit. But this is a bit more of the sort of, no. what up, guys? I'm looking at the camera, even though next to me, I, ugh, but, I don't know. But I'll, I'll give you an example of the of the other other side. And you've actually shown this to me. And well, I guess we'll wrap up on this because it's super intense. Yeah. So Bryce the other day showed me this TikTok video. And it's so, so wrong because there's a dying old man in the background oh, yeah. presumably a grandpa and his grandson we'll put this on the instagram and his grandson who's come to visit is don't just in the front now now, yeah, yeah, now. And just starts tiktok tiktok recording to the song don't you give up now now Justin now, Bieber, now let me love you <laughs> and, and he's like pointing his grandpa but doing all these faces to the camera like ooh, like mm. trying to be sexy and the mum's like on his deathbed i mean we don't know if he's dying but it's just a weird place to yeah. <laughs> to do a tiktok um yeah it's so on the to instagram the question yeah death and clickbait do hang out final judgment pregnancy vlogging pregnancy clickbait emotional vlogs where do you stand at the end of every episode by the way sorry at the end of every case we ask the question we do the final judgment we ask is god dead or alive camp well, so obviously in the case of the stillborn child, I think God's alive. I think that's a really, really, really powerful use of the internet. Yeah. And I think if you watch somebody go through the same tragedy as you, then that is a tragedy shared. For sure. And that's really cool. Agree. Now, <laughs> in the case... <laughs> Let's just put that aside. So, so that's not the case, but I do feel like we should address that. But the actual case, the case of taking something which probably should be a private moment, like a happy private moment or, or a sad private moment, like your grandpa dying or even stopping to take a photo of your screaming wife in labour in a bathtub to make clickbait content. <laughs> just I, move your leg, babe. Well, come on. Come on, come on. We've got to get the views. I think that what you're doing is you're valuing views over the present. Over your real life. Over your real life. And that's really, really, really messed up that you are more committed to living as the object of some, someone else's voyeurism than you are just living, living as a human. And that's kind of what the internet has sort of done to us. And I think because the the world that we do live in, this this real world where you have babies and where you get married and blah 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 that's one world. But then you've got this other world, which is the virtual world where everybody likes you and everybody congratulates you and everybody says blah, 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 and this and this and this. And you've got metrics to, to support your identity and validate you. As those worlds fuse, which is a very 2019 thing, People start crossing over from the practical real world into the virtual world, and then the virtual world takes power. 
And when that happens, well, man, I think that's the definition of living in a post-religious society. For sure. And that's the stuff that starts pushing you to make what should be a really personal moment super, like, just, I mean, I really want to get into this one day, but a, another podcast has just done a really big deep dive into it. You can find articles about it. But there was an influencer who basically pitched to brands her own engagement as in mm. getting married. So yep. she was like, this is how my engagement, my surprise engagement is going to unfold and you guys can be there on the journey and I'll do this many posts and this is how it'll go. So she essentially scripted her own um, proposal. And again, it's similar with this. You know, you're not scripting the results, but it is, it says I'm pregnant, clickbait. Like, um, again, it's not our position. To, we don't know anything about being pregnant, but I just think when you are turning your real stuff. You know, you can clickbait a vlog being like, my dress fell off on a roller coaster. And if you're like a vlogger and that happened to you, sweet. But if I'm like, I went to Cam's house and he told me some crazy news, like, <laughs> and it's actually you being like, wow, my dog died. Like, I just think when really private stuff is being turned into content, I think you start, it, it's, it's a sign of a, an anti-God sort of, influence in your brain because i think what it feels like is they're using the pregnancy for views not views for anything else and, right and, and that's just it imagine getting like, pregnant because you wanted views like damn our channel's kind of tanked on the subs hey what if oh my god let's get pregnant i, I would put good money that there are people getting engaged for reasons like getting the triple digit likes on their photos now that might be a bit cynical but damn i think that's the world we live in something gonna get worse boom god is dead case two NRL murder promo. Now that's clickbait. That's a clickbait case title. But it look, uh, uh, let me explain what's going on here. So the NRL, the National Rugby League, if you are an overseas listener, there's two codes of, because all Americans like rugby for like any NRL player that's going to play NFL. They go rugby. Um, no offense, but... Um, what do you mean? Rugby? They, yeah, it'd be like an NRL player goes over and there. And like Jared Hayne went and played in the NR- NRL. Right, right, right. Sorry, NFL. Jared Hayne, a rugby player, MVP in Australia. All incorrect. Like, so... NRL being the Rugby League, and we have Rugby Union. Rugby League's a code here. It's a footy code in Australia. That's all you really need to know. It's a big sport, you know, especially popular in New South Wales, a state, and our state, Queensland. So what they do because of that is a state of origin, which, Cam, you told me, and I want to put this on blast. All right, okay, so... Do you want to admit it, or am I going to admit it? No, I'm going to admit it. Okay, so when me and Bryce were first talking about state of origin, this wasn't too long ago. It doesn't come up much, much in our chat. I said... I just don't get why they can't agree which state came first. Now, what I thought was going on is that state of origin was played to determine who was the original state. <laughs> What's actually going on is who that... Who existed first. Yeah, yeah, literally. I thought it was like a historical battle that was settled with rugby, which now that I say it out loud, you sound so stupid. Rugby. Rugby, yeah. So what's actually going on is each player just returns to the state that they originate from to play a game they against each other. They represent the state they're originating from. In my defense, my way sounds way cooler. I feel like there's a lot higher stakes. But that, that would be a one game thing forever. Whereas this, well, you can see why I was confused. Yeah, no, I can't. But <laughs> <laughs> So there's a series they have every year over three games. Best of three wins the State of Origin series. And it's one of the biggest events on the rugby league calendar. The NRL promote it so much. It's mate versus mate, state versus state, you know, rivalry with no other rivalry. And last year they were very keen to promote it and they just, well, they they ended up deleting this. 
there's a player for New South Wales called Reagan Campbell Gillard, right? And they decided to take a photo of him. He's kind of got, again, on the Instagram page, he's got some... We posted this a little earlier, um, so you just couldn't resist, but he's got kind of blue, like, war paint over him, edited in. A little bit Ziggy Stardust kind of Yeah, big moustache. He's looking menacingly at the camera. The NRL says on Facebook, things are starting to heat up already, dot, 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 eyes emoji, hashtag origin. And what is the quote from Reagan Campbell Gillard here? It says, I can't wait to put that jersey on and start killing some people. It got deleted after 40 minutes. Because killing some people is wrong, Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) As manly and cool as that sounds. I guess, look, this is such a weird one because I have been in dressing rooms, in in changing rooms, where I have heard this phrase. I've been playing, you know, rugby in those change rooms and people will say, let's go out there and kill these guys. Let's go out there and ambush them. Let's let's decimate them. Let's decapitate them kind of thing. And no one really bats an eyelid in that environment, but it is something about reading it on Facebook (laughs) in in an official ad where you're like, what? Killing some people. They've even even highlighted start Start killing. killing. That's the best part. So the graphic designer was having a field day. They're just like, nah, 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 screw them. Let's put them in a grave. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. what you're saying is that the testosterone of the locker room has come out on Facebook and Facebook just, oh man, how good's outrage culture? Outrage culture. I never heard about this blowing up with outrage actually, but obviously enough people were like, Yo, well, yeah, this this is a bit weird. I I guess, and I don't know because I again I only saw the screenshot after it was like deleted. But my guess is that maybe people drew the link between. There's definitely been studies done that show a link between really big sporting occasions and that evening domestic violence rates going up. Assuming that's because of like rage at the at the results. Or, or whether it's co- correlation or causation, we're, we're, not, we're not too sure. But there are studies that have been done For that sure. are like that. So, And the NRL definitely has a problem with their players getting involved in various types of violence. Domestic violence, nightclub violence, on-the-field violence, I mean, to an extent. Yep, 10 years ago, pissing in their mouth. Oh, yeah, not even. Or maybe about 10 years ago, yeah, Todd Carney doing The Bubbler, it's actually called, <laughs> Cam, where you piss in your own mouth as a prank. In any case, scandals are synonymous with the NRL. They're definitely still trying to, every summer, they've got to rebuild their image because some players, especially this summer, they went hard this summer, man. I shouldn't say hard. That sounds like, oh, I went, (laughs) just had some fun. Like, no. They they were grinding, bro. There were some crimes committed in the off-season. That is a fact. And I just don't know if the NRL can afford to... you know, I'm assuming this is what people ended up getting angry about. I think they quickly realised, yeah, oh, yeah, it's probably probably uh, not, not much foresight. Or even that. Imagine, imagine, dude, imagine if Apple before they release their iPhone, I can't wait to go out there and start killing some Windows. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would just everyone would be like, whoa. Even if it wasn't the NRL with a history of like to violence problems, even like a non manly environment. Imagine you before a podcast turning to me and go, "I can't wait to go out there and start killing some people, Gonna like, kill some listeners, bro." Like, Whoa! <laughs> like, dude, get away from me. <laughs> so I just, yeah, objectively, we don't even have to look at the other stuff. It's like no brand can I say they want to kill people. <laughs> like just as rule PR one hundred and one. But they did. Final judgment. Reagan Campbell-Gillard has told us all that he wants to kill some people for the NRL. 
Bryce, does it prove to you that God is alive or does it tell you that God's dead? It's PR 101, dude. It's so basic. It how, is- how do you not <laughs> understand that? It's not hard. The things that you say in an office boardroom, the things that you say in the lounge room, the things you say in a NRL dressing shed, in a junior rugby league dressing shed... Those aren't things that you then go on rugby presentation night when you're handing out the awards and say to the parents of their 13-year-old sons in there. It's stuff that you just, you only say it to the players. It's the heat of the moment to psych them up. It might be, you know what? You know what, guys? Our results in the stocks this year have been so bad. They've been so bad. We're going to go out there and murder our opposition. Let's go. Let's be ruthless. Let's not take our foot off their necks. You don't then go to the launch of the iPhone and go, well, as a result of just being ruthless, it's just people are going to be like, what the hell? Even if that is a fact that you have to have that mentality to achieve anything or whatever is the going on there, PR101, son, come so, on. So true. It's it's the basic concept that children are taught of an indoor voice and an outdoor <laughs> voice, only it's played out on a huge scale. So it's like, all right, so when we're all together, these are the words we're going to use. But when you're on Facebook, when the advertising agency says, hey, we need a quote, what are you going to say, Reagan Campbell-Gillard? So proud to represent New South Wales. I grew up all my life. No. <laughs> no, tell them that you want to kill some people. Be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, f- for me, to bring it back to the theme of the show, whether God's dead or not, I think God's dead because he just doesn't hand out enough foresight to anybody. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, dude, just freaking look at the wider picture. You have a huge PR problem and you still do this. Yeah, the writing was on the wall for years <laughs> and you couldn't just look to your left and right and go, uh, yeah, all these articles in the last year and a half. Oh, well. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Just to, just to close on the Apple analogy, if Steve Jobs had said, I can't wait to go out there and start cheating employees like Abusing shit. my employees and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then just freaking hurting a bunch of Chinese <laughs> oh, kids. Oh, God. It's, I mean, you put it like that and it sounds harsh, but... I mean, you, you, you're right. Steve Jobs had his indoor voice and his outdoor voice. His, his indoor voice was, I mean, very, very controversial. And, and we've seen people come out and how bad that's been. But he knew that, you know, <laughs> that when the microphone's on him, you don't talk about that stuff. Maybe maybe that's the wrong way to see the world, but ultimately... Are we sociopaths now? Yeah, are, are we sociopaths? Yeah, maybe this is actually our indoor voice that we're putting out. <laughs> no, we're, yeah, I no. want you to understand, listener, this is... We're connecting with you real here. We're not, we don't have... We truly are. But yeah, what it comes down to is if you have a PR problem with violence... Bro, just... Don't, just steer clear of, of the word killing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a top five words when you think of violence. Yeah. Like, if you put violence into like one of those um, a word association apps, it's like, yeah, killing, hurting people, yeah, all that sort of Staring menacingly at the camera with yeah. war paint on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just take away all that imagery and that's your new strategy. I agree. God is dead. God is dead. Case three. Don't be gay. Just a little content warning before we get into this case. We are going to be talking a lot about homophobia and there will be words used that maybe you don't want to hear. So if that's not something that you want to be exposed to, we'll catch you next week and have a great day. Don't tune out. Don't be, <laughs> don't be alarmed. <laughs> that was not a statement. It was a, actually a title of one of the things we want to dive into. It's Let's just say there's a rap called Don't Be Gay. But we need, we need a bit of backstory before we get to where the Don't Be Gay freestyle rap came from. So I think probably the best place to start is Michael. Moore's same love. Yeah, I think that was really a big, big, a, big moment. A big moment for, for hip-hop and homophobia. So so let's start with the iconic lyric. If I was gay, I would think hip-hop hates me. 
Have you read the YouTube comments lately? Have you read the YouTube comments lately? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a brutal place. It is a brutal place. Now, here well, as you record this, Lil Nas X just came out as gay. The guy who did Old Town Road. Um, definitely check out the new mixtape, Panini and Rodeo. Rodeo. Great songs. Absolutely. He's tweeted today. Some of y'all already know. Some of y'all don't care. Some of y'all not gonna f with me no more. But before this month ends, Pride Month, I want y'all to listen closely to Closure, which is a track on the um, EP. And rainbow emoji. So the fact that it even has to be like, look, this is gonna make this might make some of you turn off. Even still, like, man, it's it's a crazy world. And Macklemore, Macklemore did call it with his song. He was saying, yeah, there's a lot of hip hop and uh, there's a lot of homophobia in hip hop. Now, some of you might remember the Marshall Mathers LP from the year 2000, and there was a song on it called Criminal. Do you remember that song? I'm. Uh, we we've said on this podcast before that Cam is 90 years old. <laughs> I'm 90 years old, and I'm 14. So I look, I. I don't know. I was listening to some Eminem as a as a way too young kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's one particular lyric, and and let's 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 play it right now. What do you think of that? Oh man, not being an Eminem fan. <laughs> yeah, don't know, don't know if that's <laughs> that's aged super well. Yeah, it hasn't aged very well since since the year two thousand. It, it wasn't a good idea then. So just in case you <laughs> yeah, missed, just not, exactly, yeah. like it was never good. It was never a good idea. So just in case you did miss those lyrics, Eminem sang this: "My words are like a dagger with a jagged edge." That'll stab you in the head, whether you're a fag or les, or a homosex, hermaph, or trans a vest, pants or dressed, hate fags, the answer's yes. Why did he need, oh, like, multiple lines about it? Like, I, look, we've heard rappers throw out a homophobic slur, but that's, that's not him slipping on a banana peel. That's him pouring the words into the rap generator and just coming out Salting with... Salting the earth that the bananas were grown yeah. on. <laughs> That's a way better way of putting it. Um, I, I don't know why he needed to go so in on that. Well, I mean, p- poetry and horrorcore were his things. And he was asked later in an interview with a guy called Anderson Cooper on um, the American 60 Minutes, um, are you homophobic? And he denied it. And he explained that the, his frequent use of the term f- faggot, sorry for saying that, in his lyrics was, um, you know, it was thrown around constantly in battle rap. And he never meant to use it in the context of gay people, despite obviously using it next to words like homosex, hermaph and trans a vest. Now, the album Marshall Mathers LP, was it was nominated for album of the year by the Grammys, which led to protest uh, due, due to that kind of content that we yeah. heard in, in that. So at the, at the show of the Grammys, Eminem, being classic Eminem, decides to perform Stam with Elton John. Now, however you feel about that, you might say, hate fags, the answer's yes. There is no ambiguity as to whether that's homophobic or not. But I think you're about to show us something that is even less ambiguous. <laughs> this next song makes Eminem look like a saint. So on the 15th of October 2012, Cam, you've linked me this video. It's called, uh, like, no symbol emoji, don't be rainbow emoji, gay, microphone emoji, freestyle part one with 30,000 views, 327 likes, 714 dislikes from a rapper called Mike Malone. Yep. Only 243 subs. I feel like that's always like an important thing because he's been uploading content since this day in 2012. Oh, they're not coming back for more. No, but this is still his most viewed thing. And yeah, it's the don't be gay freestyle part one. Let's have a listen. Yo, listen to Tim Patrick. Listen, bro. 
God never made anyone gay. This video has 14 pixels. <laughs> if that, I think 14 is generous. God never made you gay. God never made you this way. You're a product of your <laughs> environment. You're a product of your culture. You're a product of a vulture coming away, eating at your soul. Well, he, he's being honest. It is a freestyle. <laughs> i got to say, there are words out there like culture and vulture where I'm like, can you guys think of another rhyme? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so bored of history, mystery, love above, girl, world, culture, vulture. This, Find something new. This is a webcam video with a green hoodie above his head, 14 pixels it's like macbook laptop uh photo first booth. released first released yeah yep. bro listen to these words that i say you was not gay don't be 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 gay come back to reality i rebuke homosexuality is where he's gonna run that i gotta admit this is gonna get stuck in my head don't be gay don't be gay don't be gay hate don't the song, be gay. But, oh man i hate when you get bad stuff stuck in your head but it happens so often now two minute freestyle well, the best part about this, so when I first watched this video, I'm like, oh my god, this is messed up. This guy's just straight up freestyling, don't be gay. And, and it really made me think about hip-hop's homophobia problem. Yeah. But then I decided to watch it with a new lens. What before, if- you, before you say that, actually, just to, just to let you know who he was addressing at the start of the video, it says in the description, I was asked by a confused teen about his confusion and battle with thinking he was gay. He said after hearing this video, it helped him out a lot. So hopefully the gay has not taken over his soul yet. Oh, man. The oh, there's gay. a Don't Be Gay part two. I don't think we need to watch no, that no, or we, listen we don't, to that. I, I've listened but to it. What's it's this lens? What's this okay, lens? So the new lens that I like to, I like to watch this video with now. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Oh, my God. I know what you're going to say. Is what, what if Mike Malone... <laughs> himself. If what if he's rapping to himself? <laughs> now have a listen and listen to his lyrics and imagine that he's talking into to, a mirror. Into a mirror, not to anybody else, just a Mike Malone. <laughs> okay, here we go. New perspective. Hey, don't be gay, 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 don't be gay. <laughs> Holy Spirit, give me words to say. Like send your love down like a dove. Low Holy Spirit. I know you can hear it. Don't fear it. Come near it when you hear it. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. See, the chorus sounds like maybe what he is, you know, he's lying in bed at night. He's got the temptation to masturbate. Yeah, thinking <laughs> so, about boys. Don't be gay, don't be gay. Don't be gay, don't be gay. Come on, come on, come on. Think, come on, think come on. of girls, think of girls. We love girls. We love girls, oh, okay? no. Adam and Steve, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. I do wonder if this is a bit... Come on, Mike Malone. You're not gay. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's like you don't fight said. it. <laughs> fight it. Oh, God. Mike Malone, just give in. We, we love you no matter who you are. Dude. We, obviously, we don't love what you've done. I just hope if Mike Malone is actually struggling that... He does find peace, you know. Um, I mean, this was in 2012, man. Should we just quickly check if he has done a little update? Uh, I know the answer. I know the answer. <laughs> he's still rapping. And he's still uploading very homophobic content. As of one month ago, he's still doing he's still doing Christian content. Spitting like a spray tan is one of his songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's still doing emojis in his things. Okay, I... He hasn't grown. Don't Be Gay, part two, only 10 months ago, so... From 2012 to 2018, yeah, I suppose this is... His values have stayed the same and so have his bars. Whoa! (laughs) Just quickly. (laughs) Some of his titles. Population control freestyle. <laughs> what is he? What is he doing about like immigration, like population overpopulation? Not saying Dick Smith, like rapping. Christ Almighty, this is some Nazi shit. Fight the lies, freestyle. God is not Mother Nature, freestyle. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not watching any of this. Anyway, Let's go to the judgment. This guy's messed up. Final judgment. 
Mike Malone's Don't Be Gay Freestyle Part 1. Cam, Mike would argue that he's spitting the word of God. Do you think it's proof God's alive or God's dead? God's alive. What? Yep. Think about it this way, right? So because, because he's got the easy... Mike Malone is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Is no, that what no, you're no, no, say? no. Definitely not. Definitely not. So, like, yeah, we can acknowledge the fact that Mike Malone is a massive bigot. And also the fact that he's weaved Christianity into there brings down the rest of the good Christians and puts them into that extremist Westboro Baptist style pocket. Yeah. Now, that's messed up, but it's also a good thing. It's Why? also a real good thing that the face of the campaigns for Don't Be Gay looks so cringy. In 14 pixels. <laughs> but in 14 pixels. Here's what's happening. The world is moving on and we are accepting everybody. And when we find a guy like Mike Malone, everyone can just cringe at him together and be like, gosh, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a homophobe. Look how uncool you look. Yeah, I suppose he didn't, he didn't really take the time to write the rap. Mm. So whether or not he's rapping about homophobia it's a bad rap like if your yep. fr- if your chorus is just the same sentence over and over again you're not killing it bro <laughs> you're not about to get featured on the five fingers of death on sway in the morning right no. so i suppose you're right like cuz he didn't do a good job well, it makes it even more like you know there's already people going dude come on like but then on top of that it's like also you suck at rapping and like you know yeah if that's the poster boy for those views it's not exactly stacking up against other you know the other no, side of well macklemore's same love 215 million don't be gay thirty thousand. so we can see the direct data from how many people agree with Macklemore and how many people agree with Mike Malone. And that is amazing. Never before have we been able to so accurately measure sentiment like this. It's brilliant and I yeah, love I it. I didn't think about it like that. I would have, yeah, my first instinct would have been, God's dead. Blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Maybe that's actually a, a different spin on it that, damn, God's alive. Don't be gay, don't be gay. Holy Spirit, give me words to say. Like... Your love down like a- Holy Spirit wasn't coming through with the words to say, that's for sure. <laughs> he was like, nah, you got this, man. You're on your own. Yeah, you're on your own, Mike Malone. Thank you for listening to another episode. Sorry I sound a little blogged up, clogged up. Man, I'm addicted to blogs and vlogs. <laughs> you're blogged up, bro. Can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, he's addicted to cod rule at the moment. <laughs> Pseudoephedrine gang, what up? Yeah, nah. he's going absolute sicko mode in the booth. Um, no, Literal you, sicko yeah. mode. Oh, dude, Sorry, wow. Anyway. I know you love puns. No, we're keeping that in. We're still going <laughs> because I know how much you don't want that on your record. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, yes. uh, got some reviews as Appreciate we do all, you. always. Some big ones. <laughs> I'm just pushing through, dude. Don't put me in pun culture, bro. <laughs> this this friggin' Bryce pun mills. I'll tell you what, I would rather die than make a pun. Ah, uh, well, time to die. All right, so we've got one that says, uh, at review of the week, here we go. I listened to this podcast for 24 hours straight. In brackets, crazy. (laughs) And then asterisk is not clickbait. Want to be educated on life from your own home? It's the podcast doctors don't want you to find out about. Press play and listen all the way through. You won't believe what happens next. Paul Thompson, 1976, Australian flag. Well, that's just the country that you register from. Thank you so much. And I'm one more. Um, Ooh, we, we, had, one. we had someone that said on their review, this is wild. They listened to all 25 episodes we've got so far in three days. Wow. Um, it says, it's from Izzy Voodoo. It says, obsessed. 
I've smashed all 25 available episodes in three days. Am I obsessed? Bored? In the midst of an existential crisis and desperate for distractions? Either way, I've devoured this podcast harder than if it were a 30th birthday cake and I were an adult baby wrapped in pastel bunting. Now, I'm just going to chuck in a third one because I feel we We've should We've gotten some crazy good ones it. this week. All right, so yeah. this one, I just, I just want to clear something up. So this one says, collab opportunity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Hi, shit. all. Hope you had a great re- weekend and a refresh for the battle against the Mondays. Just wanted to touch base and say great job with the podcast. Loving the memes and adult cake smash sounds fun AF in brackets as frick. We are looking for confirmation that you would like to do a sponsored segment for Red Rock Deli where you talk about our latest adverts and Pride Month initiative. We think our new line of lightly toasted nut bars will be a perfect fit with your audience of clutch go-getters. Budget isn't huge, but plenty of opportunity to make connections with the team. Hoping to hear from you by close of business Wednesday to lock in a Skype call with the 12 of us. Kind regards, B, marketing manager, Red Rock Deli. An idea is just an idea until you try and try again. So you posted that on your Instagram and so many people were in the comments being like, fucking Red Rock Deli, like <laughs> parasites. Like, no, 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 yeah. Red Rock Deli didn't do that. No, that is deep, 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 beautiful satire. Uh, that, <laughs> Thank that, you that, for the yeah, review. Written by a friend of mine, one of my, one of my best mates. Um, <laughs> it's just like the type of humor that we just like throw around at each other. People really got angry in the comments so please don't be yeah, yeah but no. obviously I'm not going to correct anyone because it's just funny it's just <laughs> funny to watch that rage feel oh in. man um, yeah every five stars especially the comments really help we, we did jump back into the top ten which is something awesome Sweet. like we're trying so, to yeah, spread the pod a little bit that, that's our favourite metric I guess that we're measuring ourselves for sure by. trying to crack uh, yeah, that top ten the friggin philosophy chart so yeah. far Fully view, review comments yeah for sure Um, you can find me on Instagram Bryce V Mills and you can find me Struth69 the podcast is God is Dead Not Clickbait and a very quick shout out because I said in the other episode we recorded a few episodes where um, the audio is just all corrupted so we're going to have to just throw them out pretty much. Sadly. In one of those episodes I wanted to give a quick shout out as well. I went to the Triple One show in Sydney a couple of weeks ago now. Again, I recorded it at the time when it happened but massive shout out to the um, two listeners that came up and said what up at the Triple One show. I was on another planet, dude. I had done heaps of codrill. No, yeah, I I didn't. It was before I was a bit a bit fluey, but I did have very 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 little sleep in the forty eight hours around that show, and I think. Uh, maybe, yeah, I don't know if I just crashed or was deep in the crash when that those interactions happened. But it was it was sick to um to say what up and um those guys are legends. Thanks a- for saying what up. Absolute legends. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but we will see you very soon. Thanks for listening. Have a god blessed day and love you. Love you. Case closed.